Hello, hello, hello. Hold on. Hello. Awesome. I think we are live. I hope we're live. All right. So if you guys are watching this, then if you guys are listening to this, then you're on the Podbean app. But if you are listening, if you are watching this, then you're probably catching this on our YouTube, Twitch, or our Facebook. So please, 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 um, please, please, please share this uh, podcast. It's really weird. I'm hearing my voice, and this is wonderful. And so, thank you guys so much for tuning in. All right, so I'm going to greet everybody. The fullest Christmas special. All right, so hopefully there's some people in the room. Let me see if I can share this. Facebook. Okay, so I shared this, and hopefully some people on Facebook will be joining us very, very soon. Yes, indeed. All right, so today we are here to read God's word to you, and we want you to, and we want you to connect with us so that you can see through God's word how wonderful Christmas is. So if you're listening to this, you're listening to this on the Podbean app, we are going to release this as a podcast later on, and we want to thank you guys so much for joining us. If at any time you feel like calling in, I'm going to ask you to not because this is my first podcast special and 
I'm just going to be reading God's word straight through from the book of John, the book of Luke, and the book of Matthew. And I'm about to press go live on our on our Twitch account, on our Facebook, and on our on our YouTube channel because I'm simultaneously streaming this using Streamlabs from our studio in Kansas City, Missouri. So I want people to get the video podcast. I want people to get the audio podcast. I want people to get a full picture. We're reading God's word, the Christmas story. So join with us today and thank you guys so much for tuning in. So here I go. I'm pressing go live on my on my Streamlabs account so we can broadcast this to Podbean, to Facebook, to YouTube, to Twitch, and um, wherever else. So let me just get that going and then we will jump right in. Thank you very much. And here we go. So we're going to start in John chapter one and read God's word straight through. And hopefully once we're done, we will take some time to, we will take some time to, um, hopefully maybe, I don't know, Take, take a call or two because I've never done this before on the Podbean app. And so I want to see how this is going. And so thank you guys so much for tuning in. If at any time you want to just put it in the chat, whatever you want to say, if this is blessing you in any way, go ahead and hit me up in the comments. For people that just joined us, we're doing this on the Podbean app here. Let me show you. See, we're reading God's word on the Podbean app. And we're also broadcasting this to Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube for our video listeners. And I just want to bless you with God's word today. So we're going to start by reading God's word in John chapter 1 and verse 1. And I'm going to turn this sound monitoring off because this sounds absolutely perfect. I've got my headphones in. So if at any time you want to chime in in the comment section or in the chat, go ahead and do that. Thank you very much. Let me turn sound monitoring off and then we will get going. All right. So God's word in John chapter one and verse one, it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning through him. All things were made without him. Nothing was made that has been made in him was life and that life was the light of men. I'm reading out of the NIV for this completely, this complete thing. So here we go. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning the light, so that through him, all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives life to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world. And through and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, 
or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the father, full of grace and truth. John testifies concerning him. He cries out saying, this was he of whom I said, he who comes after me surpassed me because he was before me. From the fullness of his grace, we have all received one blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but God, the one and only, who is at the Father's side, has made him known. So we're going to go over to Matthew, and we're going to read this in the Word. And we're going to and we're going to go through the genealogy of Jesus, and then we're going to skip over to Luke and read Luke's testimony, and then we're going to come back to Matthew 18. So I'm going to be jumping around a lot, but please stay with me. Matthew chapter 1 and verse 1. This is the genealogy of Jesus. A record of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, Judah the father of Perez and Zerah. If I screw these names up, I'm sorry, these are some really Hebrew names. And so this is going through this is going through the family line of Jesus. This is Jesus family tree and we're going to be featuring this we're going to be featuring one of these verses from Matthew is our daily igniter verse tomorrow. So you don't want to miss that over on our Facebook page. And if you haven't found us on Facebook, go to our website, ignitelifekc.com. So back to it. Let's, I'm sorry. Let's get back to it. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez, the father of Hezron. Hezron, the father of Ram. Ram, the father of Amenadab. Amenadab, the father of Nishon. Nishon, the father of Salmon. Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed, the father of Jesse. And Jesse, the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon whose mother had been Uriah's wife, Solomon, the father of Rehoboam, Rehoboam, the father of Abijah, Abijah, the father of Asa, Asa, the father of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat, the father of Jehoram, Jehoram, the father of Uzziah, Uzziah, the father of Jotham, Jotham, the father of Ahaz, Ahaz, the father of Hezekiah, Hezekiah, the father of Manasseh, Manasseh, the father of Ammon, Ammon, the father of Josiah, and Josiah was the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the exile to Babylon. After the exile to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shealtiel. Shealtiel was the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel was the father of Abiud. Abiud, the father of uh, Eliakim. Eliakim, the father of Azor. Azor, the father of Zadok. Zadok, the father of Akim. Akim, the father of Eliud. Eliud, the father of Eleazar. Eleazar, the father of Matan. Matan, the father of Jacob. Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. Let's continue. Matthew chapter 1 and verse 17. Thus there were 14 generations in all, from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the exile to Babylon, and 14 from the exile to Christ. That's our daily igniter verse tomorrow if you're tuning in tonight. So be looking for 
Matthew chapter 1 and verse 17 tomorrow for a Daily Igniter verse over on social media. That's on Facebook, Instagram, all that. The birth of Jesus Christ, Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. We'll be right back because I want to get to the birth of John first in the book of Luke because we have to go in order. So we talk about the genealogy, then we talk about John's birth because we just talked about John from the book of John. That is John the Baptist. So go over to Luke chapter 1 and we'll start there, okay? Introduction. This is Luke's introduction. So he's talking to Theophilus, which means manifestation of God. Luke chapter 1 and verse 1 is where we're at. We're going back to the birth of Jesus, I promise. That's where we're going to end today. Matthew chapter 1, Matthew chapter 2. So we're going to read Luke chapter 1 right now and Luke chapter 2. Here we go. Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us. So we're going to read Luke chapter 1 and 2 first. Then we're going to Matthew's account, and that's where we'll finish up. Thank you for staying with us. Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have, that have been filled, fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those from the first were I What? Uh, okay. Just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. Therefore, since I myself has care, have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, it seemed good also to me to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things you have been taught. So Luke wanted to make sure you know the certainty of the things that have been taught, okay? The birth of John the Baptist foretold, Luke chapter 1 and verse 5. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were upright in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commandments and and regulations blamelessly. Hi, Mom. Thanks for tuning in. I'm reading the Christmas story, if you have missed it. We're reading it from John, Luke, and Matthew's perspective. Thanks for tuning in. Observing all the Lord's commandments and regulations blamelessly, but they had no children because Elizabeth was barren, and they were both well along in years. In other words, they were old and hadn't had kids yet. That's okay. Once when Zechariah's division on duty, Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God. He was chosen by law according to the custom of the priesthood to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of the incense came, all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you are given him the name John. He will be a joy and a delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to, 
take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from birth. Come on, somebody. Many of the people of Israel will he bring back to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I am an old man, and my wife is well along in years. So he was being nice when he said, my wife is old. That That's good preaching right there. Remember that, man. The angel of the Lord answered, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and tell you the good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondered why he had stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them, but remained unable to speak. When the time of service was completed, he returned home. After that, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. The birth of Jesus foretold. Luke chapter 1 and verse 26. Stick with me because Luke chapter 1 is, are you ready for this? 80 verses long. So we're not even halfway through yet. Stick with me. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And so here we go. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to Naz a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married, to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Come on now. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and that, oh, sorry, I skipped ahead. How will this be? Mary said, the angel, asked the angel, since I am a virgin, the, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. So the most high will, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her own in her old age. And she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. 
At the time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women. And blessed is the child you were bare. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me as soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears? The baby in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who has believed what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. Come on, somebody. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but he has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and to his descendants, even as he has said to our fathers. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. The birth of John the Baptist. When it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy and they shared her joy. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child and they were going to name him after his father, Zachariah. So this would have been Zachariah the second. But his mother spoke up and said, no, he is to be called John. They said to her, there is no one among your relatives who has that name. Then she made signs to his father to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet, and to everyone's astonishment, he wrote, His name is John. Immediately, his mouth was opened and his tongue was loosed, and he began to speak, praising God. The neighbors were all filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judea, people were talking about all these things. Everyone who had heard this wondered about it, asking, what then is this child going to be for the Lord's hand was with them? Then his father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come and has redeemed his people. He has raised up a horn. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he has said through his holy prophets of long ago, salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. The oath he swore to, his, to our father Abraham to rescue us from the hand of our enemies and Enable us to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all of our days. 
And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on us, to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the path of peace. And the child grew and became strong in the spirit. And he lived in the desert until he appeared publicly to Israel. <coughs> oh, excuse me. The birth of Jesus. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census would be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So we're continuing on in the book of Luke. There is 52 verses for us to read, and then we will go to Matthew and finish up. I promise we're really close to being done. So thank you all for sticking with me. Okay. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. No surprise there. They'd already been told about it. Yeah. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to his to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped and she yeah. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living outside in the fields nearby, keeping watch or their flocks by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to him, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace to men on whom his favor rests. Come on, somebody. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread word concerning what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Come on, somebody. Then Jesus was presented at the temple. And yes, this is important. 
So we will continue on. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise him, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was even conceived. When the time of their purification, according to the law of Moses, had been completed, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written about in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord. Come on, somebody. And to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. What does that sound like? Two turtle doves. A pair of doves. That was the sacrifice that they gave on that was the sacrifice that they gave on circumcision day. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required. Simon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for the glory to your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, and, this, and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel. So Anna means grace of God. Phanuel means vision of God. So the, the vision of God is the grace of God. Come on, somebody. Of the tribe of Asher, she was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then she was a widow until she was 84. She had never left the temple, but worshiped night and day, fasting and praying, coming up to them. At that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. When Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth, and the child, I take this back. We're only reading to verse 40 because the boy Jesus is a completely different um, story. And we want to stick strictly to the Christmas story. So, and the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him. So now we finish up the Christmas story in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 18. And we'll go through... Matthew chapter 2 through the end of through the end of the chapter and then we will sign off and we will call it a night because this is what we wanted to do we wanted to unfiltered read the christmas story to you with very little commentary in between but
we have to interject some commentary so we can have time for people to, you know, comment and, you know, this and that and the other. And, you know, that's what we're doing. So here we are, Matthew chapter 1 and verse 18. We're reading through Matthew chapter 2, and then we'll be done. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, and I realize that two different people are telling the same story. Matthew just covers it in much more detail. And that's why we read both. We want to read Luke's account. We want to read Matthew's account. And this is Matthew's account because Matthew was very detailed. If you don't know that, go watch The Chosen and you will see just how detailed he is. It gives a picture of just how detailed Matthew is. And this is a shameless plug for the show called The Chosen. Type it in your favorite search bar. Go download the app. It's on the App Store. Get it today. It will change your life. It's already changed our lives in so many ways. And you can watch, I think you can watch season one and season two later on, but go get The Chosen in your life. Thank you so much. So this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. So this gives more detail than what Luke led on to tell us. So Matthew was being very detailed. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, or from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you're to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. That's not just the people of Israel, that's all people. That includes you and me, and we're going to have that opportunity when we close today's broadcast. I don't know if I'll be able to say it uh, perfectly like I usually do, but... Hopefully, we'll say the salvation prayer at the end of this broadcast, both on the podcast and on the um, on the live stream. So, stick with me. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name Jesus, the vision of the, the visit of the Magi. So that was a very short, condensed version of what Matthew talked about. That's why we read Luke's version because it's even longer. So Joseph means the Lord's ad, the Lord adds, David means beloved, and Mary means rebellion. Those are the, those are the. Uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, those are what the names of these people that are in this story mean. So that's really nice. The Lord added to Joseph's lineage the Savior Jesus. That's really amazing, and it caused a holy rebellion because every person on this earth is beloved. You are beloved, I am beloved, we are all beloved. So, the visit of the Magi. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi, traditionally wise men, came from the east 
came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and we have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all of Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests, chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd, who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them exact the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed on coming to the house. They saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. They opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. And, his, and he said, Get up, take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up took the child and his mother during the night and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet, Out of Egypt I have called my son. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious, and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under, in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning. Rachel, weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted, because they are no more. The return to Nazareth. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream in Egypt, and he said, Get up. Take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel. For those who were trying to take the child's life are dead. So he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning in Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he had withdrew to the district of Galilee, and he went in a town he went and lived in a town called Nazareth. So was fulfilled what was said through the prophet, He will be called 
a Nazarene. And so that's the Christmas story from beginning to end. If you're listening to this on the podcast, you know that it took us about 40 minutes to get there. This has been 40 minutes of awesome. And I want to thank you so, so much for tuning in. I'm going to read a little bit different prayer than we're used to reading on our Daily Igniter broadcast. But it's right here in the front of this Bible. And I want to read it to you so that you might know and have eternal life in your own life. You see, God's purpose is that we would have eternal life. People's problem is that sin separates us from the Lord. My sin separates me from the Lord. Your sin separates you from the Lord. We are all sinners. There is no one righteous. No, not one. What is God's solution? His solution is Jesus Christ. And 1 Peter 3.18 says, Christ died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous to bring you to God. Jesus answered in John chapter 14 and verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So you must personally respond to Jesus' sacrifice by turning from your sins and trusting him to give you new life. How many of y'all in this place, on this podcast and listening to this broadcast on YouTube, on, 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 on Twitter, not Twitter. <laughs> I'm, I'm prophesying. I'm dreaming. Sorry. On YouTube, on Twitch, and on, on Facebook, want to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Here's what Romans 10, 9 says. Listen to this. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. First John 1, 9 goes on to say, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just. And will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So if you're ready to trust Jesus with your life, pray this prayer with me today. Say, Lord Jesus, I've gone my own way and I've sinned against you. Have mercy on me and forgive me of my sins. I believe that you are God's son who died in my place and rose from the dead with power and authority to give me new life. Thank you for making me a child of God. I surrender my life to you and to your purposes. Give me your Holy Spirit so I can boldly confess my faith in you to others. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, you want to do yourself a favor? Get the Bible app today. We got, we, we, we. We've got the Bible app, we've got version, and I read it every single day. But sometimes you just need to pull out the good old paper word. And that's what I did with you today. I pulled out my Bible. If you're, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you might say, what version was he reading from? Well, I will tell you, I was reading from the NIV. So we want you to pray. We want you to seek the Lord because his Holy Spirit wants to empower you to live the Jesus way. Number two, we want you to connect with us. If you get over to our website, ignitelifekc.com, tell me if you made a decision for Jesus today. Number three, tell me also if this blessed you. If you get over to my website, ignitelifekc.com, and you say, hey, and you want to say, hey, this really blessed me. Thank you so much for doing this. Then go ahead and hit that share button. Share this live broadcast or rebroadcast, or whatever it will be after we're done with your friends. Because that's what we want you to do. We want you to share this with your friends. And so, 
we thank you guys so much for watching. We're going to get up out of here because it's, you know, it's almost time to go to bed. And I don't know if y'all are watching this around the world, but hopefully you were blessed with this Christmas story that we read to you from beginning to end, from John's perspective, from Luke's perspective, and then finally from Matthew's perspective, because this story is what real life is all about, knowing Jesus and making him known. And so we want to thank you guys so much for watching. It has been 45 minutes since I started. It's time for me to go. Thank you guys so much for watching. Peace. We'll see, we'll see you later. Peace. All right, podcast listeners, I'm up out of here. Thank you guys so much for watching. We have read the Christmas story from beginning to end. It was from Matthew's perspective. It was from Luke's perspective. It was from John's perspective. If you are listening to this right now and this blessed you so much, go ahead and hit that heart button and show me some love there in the podcast tab. That would be amazing. I've got to get up out of here because it's time for me to go to bed. We are signing off from Kansas City, Missouri. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you want to listen to the rebroadcast or even share this, go ahead and do that. That would be amazing. Thank you guys so much for watching. Peace.